God has a way of speaking to you to encourage you to confirm and affirm some things in your life. And it has a way of shifting you into the best place that you could ever be in. There are so many of us who are due. Ooh, help me, Holy Ghost. I mean, help me this morning. So many of us on this line. Good morning, Sharonda. So many of us are due something crazy happening in our life. Some of us are due something fresh, unusual, and supernatural happening in our lives. And I'm telling you, I am in great expectation for what he is doing in the lives of his people. Good morning, Daffod Madison. I am so, not for what he's doing for me. I already know I'm going to get mine. You know what I'm saying? I already have that feeling. But I'm just talking about when you are encouraged by what he's doing in the lives of other people. I'm telling you, it is, it is It is so refreshing to know that he's still doing the same things he's already done. Good morning, Tannis. Got me tearing up already this morning. Got me tearing up already this morning. Good morning, Monica. Tell my little cousin. I said, hey, his cousin love him. Good morning. Good morning. Come on through. I'm just talking right now. We're going to get ready to get crunk here in a few minutes. Uh, good morning, Miss Leanne. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm telling you, God is up to something. You know, I really, really, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to apologize because this is my morning shift. But I need to, I have to, it is a must for me to piggyback off of something that the Lord spoke to me and said to me on yesterday. Good morning, Ty. Good morning, Nicole. I have got to piggyback off of it, people. I'm telling you, good morning, Miss Jackson. Good morning, Keita. I am telling you, I got to piggyback off this because this is going to encourage somebody who may not have seen the message on uh, yesterday or heard the message on yesterday or whatever. But I, excuse me, <clears throat> Good morning, Miss Ava. <clears throat> but I need to encourage somebody with this message. If you've had a Job kind of setback, you can look to experience a Job kind of comeback. Good morning, Keisha. If you have experienced a Job kind of setback, then it you are next in line. You are, I don't even want to say next in line. You are up for and you are due a job kind of comeback. A job kind of setback will lead to a job kind of comeback. Maybe somebody's on here don't know the life of Job, don't know his experiences. Um, don't know his struggle, don't know his story. I don't have time to, to set it up like I would like to on the morning shift, but I want to just share this with you. Job was a man who was very well respected. Job was a man who lived, 
the type of life that some of us talk about. He was real in his faith. He was real in his walk. He was real with his relationship with the Father. And the Lord found favor in Job and chose him. Somebody better hear what I'm trying to tell you this morning. And chose him, Monica. Chose him for an assignment of suffering. Job was chosen. Where you at, Val? Job was chosen by God to suffer. He was chosen to go through a struggle. He was chosen to go through one of the most difficult ordeals a person can fathom going through. There is nothing. I want to share this with you and encourage you. Good morning, Shay. I want to encourage you with this. I don't care what walk of life you come from, what kind of church you go to, whether you go to one or not, there is something that you need to know and that you need to be cognizant of. Everything that is happening in your life is not without purpose. Things that are happening in your life is not without a plan. There are a lot of us that every burden, every bad situation, every circumstance, Miss Evelyn, God has chosen us. He has to choose people to go through the struggles that we go through because people won't volunteer for some of the stuff that a lot of us have lived through. Our testimonies are not things that people will volunteer to go through. But uh, God chooses to make an example out of the best. Job was considered one who was the best in his time. If, if he wants to make an example out of someone, good morning, Lisa. If he wants to make an example out of somebody, it has to be someone that he can trust with the situation. At the end of this, is this someone who will not choose to take the credit of himself or herself, but will put the glory where it belongs. Good morning, Erica. We shifting this morning. Good morning, Elder Gunn. We shifting this morning. I need for you to know that if your struggle has been real, you have been chosen for it. And Job was chosen for the struggle. He was chosen for this ordeal that he had to go through. There was one thing. Good morning, sugar. Good morning, Tasha. There was one thing that was put on restriction. There was one thing that was off limits. And that was his soul. Because the soul is the most intimate part of a man's being or a woman's being. It's that part of your life that no matter how you feel, your soul 
What you feel deep in your soul, deep in your being, is what drives you when you can't see your way. What your soul is what pushes you when you can't find your way. Your soul, oh Lord, is what dictates how you stand in the midst of the most difficult times in your life. And there are a lot of people whose souls aren't connected to their voices. That means we can say things that's not rooted in us, but your circumstance will tell your circumstance will reveal who you are and what's going on in your soul all of us got to get to the point where no matter what we believe in no matter what we hope for it has to get down in our soul jeremiah talked about it he said it's like fire shut up in my bones what he was saying is no matter what situation i get in no matter what company i end up being around it's something about what emanates from deep within me and so <clears throat> the lord allowed job to lose all of his sons all of his daughters and all of his possessions and his wife because of what she saw him go through tried to give him a way out and said i see you're struggling I, this is not the man that i know so why won't you just put an end to all of this frustration? There are a lot of people, and I want to shed this light on Job's wife. She was not trying to get her husband just to cuss God and die. She was trying to get someone that she loved out of the pain and the agony that she saw her husband in. But Job, deep within him, knew that he could not give up and he could not quit. There were moments when he had, <clears throat> there were moments, oh, calm yourself down, girl. There were moments when he sat by himself and questioned everything that he was dealing with. And Job had a moment of honesty in Job chapter number 23. This time we shifted. What he said in chapter 23 was, if I could sit face to face with God, I would complain to him about what he has put me in, what he has allowed me to go through. But then Job, being the man who he was, said, even if... He does not say anything to me at all. I understand his process. Come on, Jeremiah 29 and 11. I know. I don't care what other people don't know. The Lord knows the thoughts that he has towards you. That means every plan that he has put in place in your life, it's not something that is catching him by surprise. Those thoughts and those plans that he has towards you are good. They are good. No matter how it feels, if it's the plan of God, it's good. No matter how much it hurts you, if it's the plan of God, it's good. I 
I know your complaint is bitter. And all, all of us that are on here and all that may listen on the replay, all of us has a legitimate reason to be able to complain about some of the things that we've gone through. This is not about questioning God. This is about saying, okay, God, you're dragging me through the mud on this one. You're dragging me through this one. And I'm looking at my life. And I'm looking at my life compared to other people's life. And they are not going through near as much as what I'm going through. And my proclamation for my love of my love for you is 100% genuine and real. Come on through somebody. But I want to encourage you that if you've had a job kind of set back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've had a job kind of setback, you can look forward to a job kind of comeback. What you're going through now and what you have gone through is nowhere near compared to what's about to come back to you. Oh, Jesus, if I can send hearts through here myself, I would. Oh, yes, yes, I would. Yes, I would. I am due for a Job kind of comeback. Yes, a lot of you can take Job's name out of there and put your name in there. You can put your name in there. That if you've had a Cheryl kind of setback, if you've had a Jamel kind of setback, if you've had a Loretha kind of setback, if you've had a Tangula kind of setback, if you've had a Valerie kind of setback, if you've had a Veronica and a Monica, if you've had a, Jam a, a Jamel, a Dafford, a Jason kind of setback, then there's a comeback that is going to make all of your crying, all of your weeping, and all of your tears worth your while. God has a comeback ready. But one thing I know, you have to do like Job and make a decision to get up out of your ashes. You got to make a decision not to sit, not to sit in weeping. Yes, you'll do a moment, but some of us got to bounce back before we come back. You got to get up before you can come back. What's the use of God sending overpour? And uh, I'm sorry, sending outpour and overflow in your life. If you're still sitting in the same place, he left you. You got to get up and make some movement. So, okay, God, how many years, how many years, I'm talking to somebody, how many years do I have to let go by before you start to reward me for all of the things that you have put me through? How, how much time, when, 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 when can I expect for you to start giving back to me? When can I expect? For you to start moving in my life. And I can hear God saying this so strongly. Not to you and not for you. But I can hear him say so strongly. When you start believing me. As much as you say you do. Whenever you your faith increases to the level. Of where the same faith that you had. For me to get you out of the setback. Is the same kind of faith that you got to have for me to give you the comeback. Your level of faith, 
I need somebody this morning that your level of faith goes up to the next place to where you're not expecting God to do everything. E-V-E-R-Y, all caps. He is not going to do everything. There are some things that you have to do in order for you to see the manifestation of the promises of God in your life. Get up, Job, get up. Come through the fire, somebody. Get up, get up. Get up, make better decisions. There are some things that the Lord cannot bless us with because of the mindset that we are still in. Until you change your mindset, until you change the way you think, you're not going to see the fullness of his glory at work in your life. I need somebody to talk to me this morning. It's the morning shift. We are setting the atmosphere for the rest of the week. You know I'm going to speak over your life before the morning is over. But now I need to get you to where you believe that all things are possible. You're not just saying it. That means when you walk into your place of employment this morning, you expect them to have good news. Whether they give it to you or not, it's not it ain't got nothing to do with what they offer. It's what I expect. It's what I expect. I expect for this day to bring forth healing. I expect for this day to bring forth promotion. I expect for this day to bring forth increase. I expect for this day to be another place of transition and shifting for all of us to where we believe on a different level than we did yesterday. I'm telling you, I love the Lord. I do. But I know that there's a greater level of faith that I got to get to. And when I tell you on yesterday afternoon, my faith as a woman of God, as a spokesman for God, as a child of God, as a servant of God, that my faith was increased. Somebody... uh, Mm. trying not to prophesy I'm trying not to prophesy but what's in my soul I'm trying not to make a, a declaration but I need to let somebody know that there are about to be about five people on this line that's about to get a suddenly expedient blessing without delay where God is about to come through for you he's about to make moves for you that people didn't think were possible I know your past is messed up I know your yesterday is jacked up. I know what you've been doing hadn't been right. I know what you've been saying hasn't been right. But what God is about to do for you is about to make a believer out of you. It's about to make a believer out of your family members. It's about to make a believer out of non-believers. Come on, Agrippa. He said, Paul, all
almost made me a Christian. And he spoke some things that almost made me believe. That means there's some things in your life that's about to shake up your family because they didn't expect for it to happen to them. They didn't expect for it to happen to you. But what God is about to do for you, somebody, I need you to line up right now. I need you to throw your hands up in full submission and say, okay, God, I was playing with you before, but I know that you are God and I'm willing to sell out. I'm willing to give my all for you because you have already given me your all. I need somebody to sell out for this next blessing in your life, for this next shift in your life, for this next place in your life. Lord, have mercy. I'm due a comeback. I am due a comeback. I'm due a miracle. I'm due another breakthrough. I'm due. I'm due hearing another testimony for belief from believers who said when man said it could not be done, God dropped it in my lap. It's Miracle Monday. 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 I'm talking about divine healing. I'm talking about promotions that come out of nowhere. I'm talking about opportunities that come out of nowhere. It's time for us to really commit. If we're going to go all in, we got to go all in. We got to lay aside our problems with people. We got to lay aside our issues with people. We got to continue to move past the hurt that we've experienced. We can't be too busy trying to hold on to people and see if they're going to let go. But sometimes you got to let them go to see if they're going to come back. If they come back, you know the relationship was real. If you come back, you know that the love and the, and the feelings were real and genuine. Stop trying to hold on to stuff that's keeping you and hold on to people that's keeping you from being 100 with yourself. For being 100. There's enough, there's enough enemies in the world. There's enough heartbreak in the world. There's enough backstabbing going on in the world. It does not need to be named amongst us as believers. It's time for us to lay aside all of these things that keep us from getting everything that we can have. It's in this season. I'm I, I'm just talking now. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. In this season, you have to give like never before. The word of God, which I believe says he gives seed to the sower. That means if you sow, if you give, if you bless others, that means he has to keep replenishing what you are giving out. So I need somebody on this line to get it in your mind that in this season, I have to be a giver because the Bible says in the book of Luke, if you give, come on through here, word walkers, if you give, it will be given back to you. There is no question that if you put it out, he's going to give it back to you. And not is he going to just give it back to you, but the word says, if you give, he will give it back to you in good measure. 
in good measure means he's gonna press that thing down means you're gonna have more room to be able to add on top of it it's gonna be pressed down it's gonna be shaken together there's some things in your life that's getting ready to be shook up because god trying to make more room shaken together and running over but you have to give i give seed to the sower and I give bread to the eater. You are not going. This your season for lack. I'm prophesying now. Your season for lack is over. Your season of not having enough is over. If you are a tither, if you are a sower, if you are a giver, and it doesn't necessarily have to be given in money, but if you give your time, if you give your energy and your efforts to help other people, God is not going to allow your giving to be in vain. And if you are a giver, you will no longer have seasons of lack. I come to speak to somebody and encourage you and let you know that if you are one of those people that I just named, your season for lack is over. You are about to walk into your season of prosperity. Your meal barrel, come on here, woman, your meal barrel is about to run over. You're not going to run out. Your oil is not going to run out. Your favor is not going to run out. Your promotion is not going to run out. I want to let you know this morning, your season of lack is over. The prophet has spoken. Y'all messing with me this morning. I got about two more minutes, but I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you today. Today, don't let it don't let it pass you by. Today, you need to make sure that you sow into good ground today. I'm not telling you to sow into my life. If God don't tell you it's me, it ain't me. But there is someone that you need to sow a seed into on today. And I'm talking about the kind of seed that is going to set you up for a harvest before you sow it. Before you sow it, you make sure you pray over it. And you make sure you put a name on your harvest. You put a name on your next season. Come on through here, somebody. I don't care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's five dollars. I don't care if it's a bag of groceries. I don't care if it's a bag of clothes. You got to sow because this is your year to come back. This is your year to financially come back into your season uh, where God can use you to continue to pour and bless other people. He is not going to let you run out. I need somebody to declare I'm not going to run out this year. I am not going to run out, but I am going to sow. I'm going to put a name on my next season and I'm going to wait. I'm the, oh Lord have mercy. Come on here. New Testament. I, I don't like to do this, but it's miracle Monday. It's miracle Monday. The, the word of God said some water, some plant, but only God can give increase. So when your harvest comes in, it's God doing the increase. I ain't running out this year. No, 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 no. I'm not going to run out. I can't run out because God's word is not going to lie. I'm going to give seed to the sower. Yes, yes, yes. <coughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm putting a name on my next harvest. I know what it's going to be called. I'm not going to be surprised when it come up. 
because I, I I named it. I named it. Let me go back to let me go back to our beginning so I can leave you. Let me go back to the beginning. If you had a job kind of setback, if you have had a job kind of setback, it's going to lead to a job kind of comeback. And the Bible says, if you know anything about Job, I want to say Erica McCray told me it was Job chapter 42. I think that's what it was. <clears throat> but if you've had a job kind of setback, your job kind of comeback is this. God is never going to allow your setback to be greater than your comeback. He is not going to let your setback be greater than your comeback. So for Job, the Bible says that when Job got things back, he got double. Double. That means times two. Double for his struggle. Double for his suffering. Double for his pain. Yes. Yes. You're listen at this. Thank you, Tammy. Listen at this. God is about to let your 10% what you've sown, the 10% that you've sown blow your mind over the 90% that you kept. I almost hung up the phone. The 10% that you've sown is about to take over the 90% you kept. Thank y'all for tuning in to the morning shift. I got to get out of here. If anybody like me, you got to go in the workplace. But I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the morning shift. Remember, if you like it, you love it. You got to share it. You like it. You love it. You got to share it. Thank you for tuning in to the morning shift. Because ain't nothing like. Mm-mm-mm. Ain't nothing like the morning shift. Anyway, I need somebody to make sure you tune in tomorrow morning. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Y'all pray for me here. Y'all pray for me here. Dear wonderful God, thank you for these people of God. Thank you for these people who have logged on today. I pray now that every word will land uh, on, on good ground. Every word that has been spoken has elevated and increased our faith has increased our expectation, has increased our anticipation. I pray now that you would give us your people's stability and structure. Thank you for the foundation that you have left for us, which is your word of God. Thank you, oh God, for choosing us for the suffering that you have chose. And we thank you even for the word of encouragement that you left through Jeremiah in chapter 29 and verse 11, that you know the thoughts and the plans that you have for us. They are good and not evil to give us a future and a hope or a future and an expected end. Thank you, God, that you knew our end from the beginning. Thank you that everything that we've gone through has just been setting us up for a major comeback. Lord, we thank you in advance. We believe you. We know that you are not a God that you would lie. We know that if you spoke it, it's going to come to pass. The only thing that we need to do is have our faith line up with your word. Thank you for everything that you're doing in the lives of your people. Help us to be examples. And you said to us today that you make the examples out of the best. Thank you for choosing us to be an example of how to carry a burden. Thank you for choosing us as an example 
for how to carry the responsibility of family, of community, of nation. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for who you are in our lives, for everything that we have fallen short in, forgive us. For every area of our life that we have not come up to par, that you have expected from us, forgive us. Oh Lord, but I'm asking you now that continue to bless us, continue to keep your hands on us, continue to let your grace and your favor follow us. Thank you, oh God, for every promotion that is going to be birthed out of this morning shift. Thank you for every miracle that's going to be birthed out of this morning shift. Thank you for every opportunity that's going to be birthed out of this morning shift. And I'm not saying that it's not going to be birthed anywhere else, but I thank you for what's going to take place from this morning, for this Miracle Monday. Thank you for everything that you're doing, for choosing us for every assignment. Bless your people. Keep us in your will. Continue to keep us focused. Thank you for the morning shift. Thank you for the vision. Thank you for your people. We love you. We give you honor. We give you glory and we give you praise. Remember people, you like it, you love it, you got to share it. I'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Same bat time, same bat channel. And I always ask that you sow a seed to this ministry. And the seed in this ministry is not your cash app, not your PayPal, but the seed for this ministry is that you take a time that, that you would take the time to sow this message to someone. Share it on your page. Tag a neighbor. Share it in their inbox. Tag a neighbor. Tag a friend. Tag a family member. Somebody that may need to hear this word. Sow this seed into their life. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you, people of God. Until next time, ain't nothing like the morning shift. Shift. Peace.